This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, what up? It's Mike and Trainer. Yo, 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 this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Yo, it is a Zach Sang Show. We got Heather, we got Dan, and we have Kiana Lede. Hey! Yo, what up, what up, what up? Very weird that I haven't seen you in many moons. Yeah, it's like three or four years maybe now. Yeah, that, which is crazy. Um, yeah. Wow. And I, I didn't know that I knew you until I started doing research on you and listening to your music. So I was like, oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Connect guys, those dots. Yeah, how do you guys know each other again? <laughs> um, so <laughs> we met in New York, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, my god. It was in New York first. That was definitely the first place we met. Because yeah, and then you came over to our house when you were in L.A. Yeah. But New York was the first time we met. Um, and I was dating... Lukey Brooks. Luke Brooks. Luke wow. Brooks. Yeah. Luke Brooks. Luke Brooks. <laughs> and so cool. He was friends with them yeah. and yes. came in the car. I think that was actually the first time we met. Was that was in a it. Car, in a po- black car. Yeah, post, uh, they were touring. They used to do shows. Yeah. And oh, it was yeah. crazy. Oh, actually, show. the New York show was where I got spit on, which well, is super cool. I remember you? hearing yeah. about this. And it, there's so, so much drama. Why? Yeah. What'd you do? <laughs> I didn't do, I just dated the wrong person, I guess. <laughs> they were not happy about that. Wow. Um, and fans were crazy. Yeah. yeah. They uh, were crazy. They were crazy. Because do they even have fans? Still, I don't even. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they do. Yeah, they much have like anymore. a pretty, a pretty solid core fan base. It's like ride or die for them. Gotcha. Yeah. The, the ironic thing though is that they are not liked very much in Australia. Really? And they're from Australia. I have so many friends over there, and I, when, I, when I would meet my friends or see people from Australia, they'd be like, "The Janoskians, you know them?" They'd be like, "Yeah, there's those assholes that like you know <laughs> pull pranks in the middle of the road and like shut down the mall." Yeah. That, I mean, but that's okay. That's kind of what they do. Yeah, it's like it's like. I like pranking people in my house. Like, if you're in my house, you better be ready to be, like, scared. (laughs) Is that how it works? Yeah. So, like, all of Australia is just, like, a bigger version of that, honestly. (laughs) They would do this one prank where they pretended to have a string that they would hold from one side of the street to the other. And, like, it would just throw cars off. It would cause traffic jams. It is funny. It is funny funny unless you're living it. Yeah, it's funny when you're watching it, too. I mean, that's why they have, like... Millions and millions of views on their videos because it's so entertaining. I guess. So, question: um, Fair Play. That is a single. It's a great record. Mm-hmm. It is about being in love. It's about you mm-hmm. being in. I mean, like y- you think the person's loyal, right? And even though you know this relationship is really dwind- uh, dwindling down and dying out, you try to salvage whatever you can. Yeah. Is that related to Luke? It's about. Yeah, him. it's about him. Wow. Uh, can you? Okay, cool. Well, I'm like an open book. No, Sorry. let's dive right in. I want to know, like, Sorry. so you're we're cool n- now, by the way. Yeah. Luke and I are cool. We talk. It's cool. That's great. <laughs> love um, is love, and art is art. Yeah. In this relationship, are you taking notes of your feelings as it's happening, or does the relationship end and you then kind of go away and process separately? Um, <clears throat> I mean. I was so hurt that I was just like in this really rebellious phase like 
I just want to hurt you as bad as you hurt me. Mm. In, like, the very back of my mind, because it was also, like, I need to, like, maybe hook up with other people or just talk to other people or have, have sex with this other guy just to, like, forget about him and, like, distract myself from the pain, you know? I get it. Um, so I wrote that song when I was, like, just really angry and I was in, like, a really f- you moment Were after you that broken up with him at the time yeah i broke up with i broke up with him immediately did he cheat on you yeah oh. jerk how what long jerk. after that does the song come to life uh that song i wrote probably six months no, after not even maybe maybe like four to six months after how hard was, was really that quick. reflection not that hard. Like I said, I'm a really open book. So like I, I, I feel like I'm a very self-aware person too. Like I know once I understand what I'm thinking, like it doesn't, I can't get over it until I like fix it, you know? Um, so I knew exactly how I was feeling and I'm like, well, I'm just going to like write about it. <laughs> what was Might fair? Well, yeah. What was fair play in your healing process? Was it kind of like the, the final step? No, it was the first step. Got it. it was the first. No, maybe the second. So it's kind of like the whole EP and that whole year um, was kind of like the five stages of grief. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First, I was like really sad and really depressed and like I didn't want to do anything. I felt really down about myself. And the next stage was kind of like the f- you. The anger. I hate you. Yeah. I'm the mm-hmm, <laughs> That mm-hmm. kind of thing. And what was the final stage? Um acceptance and relief and just kind of realizing that it is what it is and as much as I wanted him to be that person that like really lifted me up and like brought me to a better place and was like a positive influence in my life he wasn't and um even though I knew there was potential for that and uh that I just had to kind of move on and writing all those songs made me feel better what song off of selfless is attached to that final stage of the acceptance stage of healing. I would say the one that's close. Well, there's there's two different ones for different reasons. One is shame um, because it was it's about me realizing that he learned so much from what he did to me that the next girl is going to see the benefits from everything mm-hmm. that he did, that's and I won't get happens. to see the good parts and the good things that he learned from like me over so bad yeah it's your feelings your hard work your investment exactly pretty much Um, going to somebody else exactly so i wrote that just kind of being like yeah that sucks and whatever but when you when you think that and you think that he's a better person at the end of all of this is there a thought that enters your mind where you're like maybe maybe i should get back together with him then right no um there was we got together when we were super young i was 16 he was 18 um, and we grew so much just in different ways um, that by the end of the three years, we were together for three years, and at the end of the three years, we were just completely different people, um, and the things that brought us together before just didn't exist anymore. Um, so I think it was just like there was there was not really a reason for me to try again, you know? I understand I just that. knew he wasn't going to be that person, and on top of that, he wasn't loyal to me. So it just wasn't the right 
the right fit. But something really bad had to happen for me to be able to let that go because I'm such a loyal person. Mm -hmm. Like I will just try and fix and fix and fix and mend and mend and mend and grow and until like I beat it to death. But ultimately, if you're loyal to something or someone that ultimately like doesn't deserve that loyalty, you can keep throwing things at it all day and all night, but it's you're ultimately going to stay in the same place <laughs> yeah. that you've always been. Yeah, and that's and and I think I'm really good at that part because that's like the Aries side of me where I'm like, that's I have the tattoo on my on the back of my neck because no, even if astrology isn't real, <laughs> I love everything about the Aries sign and my sign, and Fair it like enough. it like explains me to a T. Um, but I'm like a super loyal person. But then once you show me something that I don't like or I think is disloyal or dishonest, I will just like totally cut it off. I'll be like, no, okay, I'm done. So and I won't a, even turn. So you have a breaking point? Yeah, I definitely have a breaking point. Was there any want to go back to him because of your loyalty? At first there was. At first, um, uh, so I was really sad. My mom had to come. <laughs> oh, man. My mom had to come down from Phoenix and, like, watch me and make sure I was eating and stuff because I was just, like, so down. Um, what was the question again? I already forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to go back to him? Oh, right. So at first I was like, <sighs> I could do this. I could go back to him because he's my first love, yeah. you know? Like, everybody wants to make it work with the first person they've ever been with. Um, and I really wanted to make it work. But after many, many, many conversations with my mother... <laughs> I realized that I couldn't go back because it just wasn't a good idea. <laughs> wasn't yeah. a good fit. But also, the the main reason I didn't go back was because there were so many of my girlfriends that I had told, F- that dude. Go, don't go back to him. He disrespected you. <laughs> That's yes. He's an asshole. Mm-hmm. You don't do that to my girl. Yeah. And then if I were to just go back on everything I said for myself. What would they think of me? And like, what would women think of me? Mm-hmm. And what would women think about themselves? Like, I'm the person that has like so much pride in like my friends and myself. And then I'm gonna let somebody do that to me? That's just not. not it's not what I. It's not what I do. I don't is, think it'd be a good idea. Is your loyalty a blessing or a curse? I think it's both a blessing and a curse. Um. It's a curse because. I will forever be tortured (laughs) and I will forever think about the fact that I couldn't make it work, whether it was a friend or a family member or a boyfriend, that I just couldn't make that relationship like work. I couldn't make it last. Um, But it's also a blessing because when you are sometimes, not all the time, but when you are that loyal to other people, you kind of what you put out, you get back. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of a lot of people that I have in my life that I'm so lucky to have because I've been so loyal to them that they return that same respect and loyalty. I, I didn't know that he really heavily inspired the P. Uh, is he, is, this whole relationship is selfless? No. <clears throat> um, there is maybe one or two songs about him. Yeah, I guess Fair Play and Shame. And the rest of the songs are about guys that I've been with after him and up until this point in my life and just 
kind of the amount of growth and things that I realized from each of those people, whether I was dating them or just seeing them or hooking up with them or whatever, um, the things that I realized about myself and my relationship with other people in each song. So you learn, I, so what's the biggest thing you learned from the relationship with Luke? I think the biggest thing I learned would be to respect myself and love myself. Hmm. Um, there was a lot of issues that we had and I didn't leave when I should have because I was, I was so focused on making it work. Um, and now, and when it ended like that, it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? Um, so now the way that I look at it is like, don't ever feel not stuck, but I'm going to use that word. Don't ever feel stuck. Don't ever feel like you're not worth the effort or the time. Um, Understood. Yeah, I guess I would say that. What less? What was the most valuable lesson that you got from relationships that followed? I think, I think um, in general, this the last like maybe a year and a half, year and a half now, um, has really just been about loving myself, um, and that's why I called the EP selfless. Because I realized with all these little flings and relationships with other people, I give so much of myself to every person I come in contact with um, that I don't ever leave any room for myself to like understand myself and love myself and respect myself to the point where I didn't really have a sense of self and I was selfless in that way. Um, I just give a lot. I give a lot emotionally. You would would you say that's a curse, right? Because I think some, there needs to be a balance. Yeah, but like, so I'm a relationship person. I like being in relationships, and like people are always like, oh, that's so bad. Like you need to learn to be independent. And I am independent. Like I handle my own, shit, but like I just like having a partner. Yeah, I get it. Um, but people were like, oh, you need to learn to be by yourself. You aren't good unless you're by yourself. And I'm like, yeah, but at the end of the day, like I would rather love and love and give to whoever I come in contact with than like be jaded and be like shut off to everyone because I'm actually experiencing life in like the most beautiful way by loving people. Which is beautiful, but people can take advantage of that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've been taken advantage of. The thing is, I think, um, so I moved out here when I was 16 by myself. Which is crazy, by the way. And your whole story is crazy, too. Thanks. Like You had a Kids Bop star and like a nice. talent... Com- you had two talent competitions that you won. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mr. Chris Allen offering you an RCA record deal. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sick. He came to my high school and everything. Well, oh, had like wow. a big assembly. Ooh. The Chris Allen? As a freshman. <laughs> oh, you're instantly the most popular. Instantly. No. Everyone was just like, oh, you're the singing girl. Wait, so you, <laughs> cool. so you win this competition in high school, right? Yeah. And it's then you moved to Los, Los Angeles on your own? Yeah. So I won the competition. I was going back and forth for like a year when I was 15 um, slash 16. I moved out here when I was like 16 and a half. Um, but I went back and forth for like the first year. I was like, I don't know how I did it, honestly. I was on tour with Kids Bop and then was going back and forth. So I would stay here for like a month and then go back home for like two months and stay here for a month. I had a friend that lived in North Hollywood, so I just stayed with him. And no parents? No, my stepdad would take me um, for like the first 
couple months, he would take he would drive me out here every weekend. Like he's just like the best guy in the world. Oh, wow. um, he awesome. would drive me here every weekend for auditions and That's sessions, crazy. like whatever I had. Or my parents, we weren't we didn't really have money, and they would somehow like buy plane tickets. Like my mom would find super cheap plane tickets so I could fly here for like a week and miss a week of school and like do sessions for a week. That's great. Um, yeah, it was pretty insane it's and investment then, yeah it's t- my mom just believes in me so she's like i mean this is pretty typical but like my mom is like my number one fan like to an extreme but it's really, paying off a hundred percent a hundred percent i wouldn't be doing this if my mom didn't believe in me as much as she did you know it's, it's cool it's insane you're not scared when you're 16 here alone no navigating <laughs> hollywood no. with a no. i mean you had a record deal right yeah I got signed when I was 15, yeah. That's... I I was not scared. I was ready. Like, I just feel like since I was, like, 10, since I knew what, like, the outside world was, I was like, I want to be there. I want to be working. I want to be playing music all the time. It didn't scare me. I, I And nothing really scares me. That, your fearlessness slightly inspiring me right now because that's a big deal i mean i remember coming back i remember coming here alone too when i was around the same age but i was still nervous and i wasn't living here i was here for smaller periods of time trying to figure it out mm. but i yeah that, really impressive that Thanks. like i mean i think you did it on of, your own part of the thing is we moved around a lot when i was a kid so like i i was used to meeting new people all yeah. the time and being in a different environment every at least five years and adapting and adapting. So, like, I don't feel comfortable when I'm sitting in the same place for too long. And I think that was kind of the point where I was at. I was like, man, I've been I'm in Phoenix. There's nothing to do here. No, it's Phoenix. I, I'm, it's Phoenix. <laughs> it's so hot. So, like, yeah, I was like, I need to do something new. I mean, I've been to every city in Phoenix now at this point. Mm. Where else am I going to go? <laughs> and I was just ready. I was just I was ready to just be somewhere else and, like, adapt and meet new people and just become, like, this whole other person and learn more about this like new person that I was becoming now okay so you you're here at 16 you win these two competitions you have an RCA record deal are you still with them now no I'm with Republic now oh cool um so you're with Republic you Mm -hmm. get Scream Queens no Scream no Scream I'm so sorry it's Scream everyone Uh, gets them confused no they I mean they probably don't no they do because we both them in New Orleans at the same time too so it was just like we were on air at the same time it was a confusing time for everyone I'm so, I'm so, but you get Scream, which is a big validating move in your career. Yeah. Does that push you into the Republic space? Does that push you uh, onto top of people's radar? Uh, no. I signed with Republic probably right before I got Scream. Cool. I signed with them. Um, they really started paying attention. Well, all the labels started paying attention once one of my covers went viral. The Hotline Bling cover. Yeah. Which was a year after we started doing the Soul Food covers, so that was crazy. (laughs) Um, But that one gained a lot of traction, and then all the labels started calling. But after I left RCA, I got dropped from RCA, you guys. Um, It happens. It does happen, but I'm so happy it happened. (laughs) Um, uh, After I got dropped... uh, I was like, the only other place I want to be is Republic because I saw what they were doing with their artists. I liked how they allowed their artists to be themselves while like, and allowing them to like cultivate that and and become that, but also taking them to like a mainstream platform. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. I loved that. So 
after I got dropped, I was like, yeah, that's the only other place I would want to be because my RCA deal, they were just, they wanted me to be like a, like a pop princess. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I have so much soul. I love R&B. Mm-hmm. I love like soul music. It's just not what I want to do. You love cursing. I love cursing. <laughs> love cursing. Um, and it comes through in these records. Like, it really does. There's a oh, lot of... Oh, my love of, of cursing comes through. <laughs> there's curse words in there. It's explicit. There's a good parental advisory right there on the cover. Yeah. Um, but no, there's a lot of soul. There's a lot of real. And, and it's very raw. They're, they're great records. Like, Thanks. I'm not going to lie. Like, when I was first... I didn't know that I knew you when they first were like, ah, oh, she's coming by. And then I was like, at first of all, whatever. Like, I'll figure this one out. And then I started listening and I'm like, whoa. Like this is something real. Like there's there's depth here and it's nice. Thanks. It's but it is a crowded space, the R and B kind of soul world. Would you consider SZA in your lane? Uh yes and no. I yeah. mean, I feel like there are a lot of women who are bringing back R and B, which is super f-ing exciting. Um, but we all kind of do a different a different thing. Yeah. The cool thing about like our generation is we listen to so many different types of music and there are so many different other um, influences from other generations that we're bringing into ours um, that everyone kind of has like a like a twisted version of whatever we're doing. So like, yes, SZA is R&B. Yes, LMA is R&B. Yes, Kehlani is R&B. Janae, R&B. But they're all so different in like such intricate and interesting ways. I get that. You know? And their stories are different too. Yeah. And I just believe that there's a place for each of us. Like... A hundred percent. Everybody's going to have their favorite. Everyone's going to love a different a different type of R&B. It's not all the same. So when you're going on these relationships, like, do you make mental notes? Like when you're <laughs> when you're going on dates with people and um, then you just go back and write records later or? Honestly, you- um, it happens in conversations, most of these things. Like most of the things that I write about are things that I've said either in the studio talking about like having my mini therapy sessions with people that I'm writing with um, or like something that I'm talking about with my friends that I'm like, I say something and then I'll be like, yeah, I really feel that. Okay, I'm going to write that down to make sure I can write about it later because it, it really is just therapy, just like an extra yeah. form of therapy. I am so sorry to interrupt the interview. I'll just be real quick. Get Quip. It's the best toothbrush out there. I'm obsessed with this thing. It sticks right to my mirror. It's timed out perfectly so I always know that I'm brushing the right amount. They send me refill heads like every month and that's not just for convenience. It's for my health. Plus Quip is an amazing toothbrush. It's electric and it starts at only 25 bucks. $25 for really the best toothbrush you will ever buy. I got it for Dan, Heather, my mom, my sister, my dad. Oprah uses this toothbrush, so why shouldn't you? Quip, seriously, it's the best. Go to getquip.com slash sang, and you're going to get a toothbrush starting at 25 bucks, and your free refill pack will follow. That's right, you'll get something free if you go to getquip.com slash sang. Try out the Quip toothbrush, you'll love it, but I really want you to tell me what you think. So use it and get back to me. Getquip.com slash sang. Okay, Back to the interview. Zach Sang Show. I love the artwork too. The photo of you on the cover is beautiful. Thank you. What color would you consider your eyes? I mean, not consider. I mean, it's a fact. It's probably like hazel. Hazel, yeah. Green or hazel? They're very nice. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Good eyes. Drake said, "Kiki, do you love me?" And you say, "Kiki, this is (laughs) bullshit." You kikied first, really. I did kiki first. Wow. So like, we let Drake. Kiki's my nickname. 
Uh, oh, okay. That's what everyone back at so home calls Dr- me. To confirm, Drake is talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is for like a week, I was like, oh, this has got to be about me. <laughs> it's definitely about me. Have you met And him? I was like, I'm going with it until I meet this bitch face to face. This <laughs> other Kiki face to face. But is there a reason no. that it could be about you? Do you know No, him? there's no way. There's Have you ever we met already, him? We already said, didn't, didn't people already figure out who it was about? I don't know, no maybe. Idea. I've heard two different... I've heard it's the 106 in Park girl <laughs> and someone, uh, this uh, R&B singer from Toronto. Oh. Could be either one. So not you. No, it's definitely not. That me. sucks. Do you wish you were that, Kiki? I do. Yeah. I do. It's Drake. You know what's really funny is the guy that I'm dating now, he was like, we listened to it and we were like... Because he also says in the verse... Uh, when you popped off on your ex, he deserved it, and everybody knows fair play is about my ex. So yeah, I was yeah. like, we. I mean, we do. Ha- we do know a lot of the same people. So you are connected. We are connected, but I've never met him ever in my life. Um, so it would be like really. There's like a lot of connections. I hear he has a bathtub through. the size of a swimming pool. Wow, that's pretty cool. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> so the guy that I'm dating now was like, honestly, if this is about you and you don't f-ing leave me for Drake, I'm gonna be. <laughs> Pissed. <laughs> and I was like, "Love that." Yeah, he sounds like a keeper. <laughs> I, yeah, he's great. Um, but he was like, he was like, because then, not only did you leave me for Drake, which is like cool to say, I wouldn't really be that pissed. But like, I'm like the last stop to Drake. That's there my new pickup line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, these are really tasty. I agree. Picture any celebrity with perfect hair. They didn't get that hair on their own. Their stylist recommended Sugar Bear hair. Mm-hmm. This is the real deal. You've been using it. I know, you, Heather, you're a little uh, self-conscious about your head of hair. I am. I don't have the best of hair, but I've been using Sugar Bear hair for a while, and I have noticed my hair is shinier. It has been a little thicker mm. and a little fuller, which is the same thing as thicker. Have you noticed that your nails <laughs> are looking shinier and your actually, skin is glowing? Actually, my nails have been growing so much faster than they usually do. Really? Mm-hmm. This thing is legit, man. There's thousands of really rave reviews on Amazon. People love it. Mm-hmm. And it, it tastes really good. And you wouldn't be able to tell at all that there's as much vitamin A as four cups of broccoli. There's also as much vitamin C as a cup of cranberries. And as much B12 as four organic eggs. That's crazy. This is the real deal. Try it out. It's pretty good. Uh, I, I don't need better hair, but they are really tasty. Wow. Sorry. I do. I have a beautiful head of hair. And I'm, I love it. Sugar Bear hair. I'm blessed. <laughs> Go to sugarbearhair.com slash Zach if you're down to try this out. If you want beautiful hair, if you want a healthier you, that is sugarbearhair.com slash Zach. Sugarbearhair.com slash Zach. Try it out. So you're in a relationship now. How long have you been with him? A year and a half. Is he okay, oh, okay. with the possibility of being being the subject of songs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've definitely already written songs about him. Actively. Actively take it all is about him. Okay, oh, got nice. it. But when yeah. you when you do a song on your own that maybe isn't recorded yet, do you run it by him? No. Okay. Yeah, he he's an role. artist too, so he understands that like you don't really. Who is he? Get a say. His name is Phil Good. Phil Good. Yeah. Like he feel good. Like feel good. Feel good. That's a good name. I know. And his real name? He's a very punny Portlander. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, he's a hipster. He's a he's a hipster. Look at he you. hates being called a hipster, but he's a hipster. Yeah. Probably eats like only organic everything. Does he have a no. mustache? Does he have a mustache? Yeah. Yeah, he has a mustache. Oh a no. mustache and a beard. Knew but it. he's like a full beard or but just he's like super interesting. Yeah, it's like 
But it's interesting because his hair, so he's Puerto Rican, Hawaiian. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And he has like a red beard and nice. like blonde eyebrows and what? blue eyes and like brown hair. I'm in love and I haven't even seen his face. I know. <laughs> I know. Wow. He's like That's tri-colored. Crazy. It's really cool. That is cool. Look at you. I feel like each one of your uh, relationships, like I feel like there's something unique about each person. Outside yeah. of like something that's like low key, you know. Yeah. You had Luke, he had an accent. That was nice. <laughs> that was super interesting. What yeah. Is, no, what is it about true. those boys that people love? I would never understand that. Like when I would see just the three of them. Like I just see girls. Like they're always in relationships. They're always doing something with someone. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing about them is they are really special people. Um, they have a really special quality about them. I don't know. I feel like they just have this energy yeah. that is so upfront. And like warm in such a weird way and accepting. I, I, you know what I think it is? I think it's they spend so much time doing crazy shit. Yeah. And they've literally shown their dicks on camera <laughs> that like they have they have to be open and understanding yeah. and honest. And that like that that no judgment feeling that you get from them when you meet them is such a special thing. And that's why people love them. Which, by the way, I know that the two of them are very. They are very generously gifted in the, uh, down below. Can you confirm or deny? (laughs) Can't we all? I I, plead the fifth. It's okay. I know. (laughs) It's all good. He can confirm. I can't. Well, only Jay, to be honest. I haven't, uh, you know what I mean? I haven't seen Luke's, uh, I haven't, yeah, I'm going to stop I wonder if twins have the same size thing I was going to say, they're twins. Well, that's what I was wondering. So I would, I would, I would say so. They're also Australian. They breed something. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. They're also Australian. Down. Do Australians have big penises? I think they breed something down there. Oh. Thunder Down Under. You know that show? Yeah. I feel like it's just like a... I've never been. One point in their lineage, it just crossed with like a kangaroo have or something. Have you been to Thunder Down Under? <laughs> no. Kangaroo. Sure? I haven't. No, I should go though. I'd probably love it. You'd probably love it. Have you been to Australia? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I went there. I stayed there for like two and a half weeks. It was great. Oh, wow. It was really pretty. It's, I, I've never been. I hear it's beautiful. And I <laughs> I waited outside the house for like maybe an hour and a half every single day I was there to see a kangaroo. And, and none? I saw two, <laughs> two yeah. kangaroos. That, I mean. What, they're kind of like bunnies. It's better than none. Like rabbits. Like you rarely ever see them, you know. Um, but I did see two and there was a joey. Oh, baby. Oh. It was a little baby one with the mama one, and they were just, like, kind of hopping around in the back, oh, which was super cool. But then as soon as I left, <laughs> as soon as I left, uh, Luke and his family dropped me off at the airport, and he stayed there for a couple days, and dropped me off at the airport, and he's driving, and I get to my gate, and he texts me. He's like, you, you, as soon as we dropped you off, there was, like, a whole herd of kangaroos oh. <laughs> and just, like, jumped past the car. Awesome. And I was like, that would happen. <laughs> it would. ASAP Ferg, you get back his uh, feature on the yeah. remix. Your initial thoughts? Loved it. No notes? You, you're like, this is it? No notes. It's a big deal to get him on a record. Yeah. I was happy that he liked it enough to be on it, honestly. It's pretty cool. It was pretty f-ing cool. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why, did sick. somebody else like turn you down before him? No. I just, I just, okay, here's the thing about me. I have this like like thought in the back of my head where I'm like, okay, I really like this. I could like this shit all day long, but once somebody else listens to it, I have no idea how they're going to react. Like that was my biggest worry about putting out the EP in general. It's like such a scary thing because it is so personal to me that it's like, it's not like people are just judging my music. They're judging my character and my story and the shit that I've been through at this point. So like I could really 
fuck with it because I've been through it. But are people actually going to feel it? I have no idea. So the fact that he liked it enough to be like, yeah, I want to get on this was like oh. so cool to me. Yeah. I'm like, cool. He likes it too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's validating. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's very relatable. A lot of people have been through the same stuff. You just get to sing about it. Exactly. And she's lived it. Well, yeah. of course she's lived it. Yes. Well, she's thinking about it. I just can't believe he cheated on you. Who could cheat on you? <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> she thinks the same thing. I mean, I mean, the thing is, sorry. Sorry, men. Men ain't <laughs> Most of the time. You're right. Okay? Um, even the smartest guys are dumb as <laughs> and they don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Women mm-hmm. are f***ing awesome. You know that whole, what was that saying when you were a kid? Like, um... Um, boys go, go to oh, boys Jupiter go to get to, more stupider. Girls go to Mars to get more stars. Is yeah, that the one? Or something. something. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's like literally, that's just the adult version of that. <laughs> um, but I, Jay Z cheated on Beyonce. What? Like, there's just, like, who does that? Who, why, why would you, would you do, do that? that? At a root, like, men are just very greedy, also, like, very piggish people, I think. Yeah. Also, like you can never settle. But women cheat yeah. too. Women do cheat. It's it's a hundred percent true. Um, but I think we're just less likely to. What did you teach Luke? Um, cut his giant <laughs> off. You know, <laughs> you know what? Um, God, we actually had a conversation. One of our conversations we had after we broke up, where he said. <clears throat> I now know that I'm not invincible. And I was like, oh, that just like really got me for some reason. And me like being the person that I am, I was like thinking about it a lot, like maybe overthinking it. But I was like, that's so true. Like he he is such, he, he has so many superpowers. And at that point he knew there was things that could, take him down you know um and what is that you no you're what can take him down or infidelity no uh, yeah i think lack of commitment there are there are, yeah there are things that will get him in yeah. life and he now knows that he's not stronger than everything else in the world he can't take on everything um and beat everything because it's just impossible now he knows that he has weaknesses you know because he never thought he would do that he never, he never ever would have thought he would do that. Um, I wonder why. Then. How'd you catch him? He actually told me. Really? Yeah. So at least a, there's that. Yeah. He, he, the, the, he's such an honest person. That's the thing. Um, they all are. Yeah. They, really, they are. really are. And that's what I mean by like no judgment. Like they, they don't have any room to judge because how, they're just so honest. How long did it take him to tell you? He told me pretty quickly. When you, you got back at him by getting with someone else, did you feel, like, satisfied? You're like, I, here's the karma I got with somebody else. Or you're like, oh, that didn't do anything for me? No. It was distracting me. Okay. Um, I, yeah. It, was it never feels good. It never it does. It doesn't. It, no. just, it just feels like more to deal with. Exactly. You know? It's just like, okay, now I have this person that's, like, distracting, but I also kind of had to entertain them. And, like, I'm just, I was just... I was just deflecting everything. I was just not putting the actual focus on myself. I didn't like myself at the time. I just felt so down. So I was like, I'm going to focus my energy on something else rather than like thinking about how I feel all the time. Did you feel unworthy? What was it? Like, what was the feeling? Is it, I mean, obviously your boyfriend cheats on you. It hurts, but is it like, 
I, I've never been in the situation. So I'm asking out of curiosity. Is it like, is it that you weren't good enough compared to the other person that he cheated with? Even though I'm sure it was some ugly broad that he probably saw on tour or something you stupid. Was she hot? Was she hot? You saw her. Was she hot? I played the fifth. What? I played the fifth. <laughs> I don't like judging women based off of their looks. Fair enough. Um, but Does she have a good personality? I don't... I I met her very briefly one time oh. before Ooh. the incident, um, and then I actually talked to her after because I'm <laughs> savage. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh I was say, like once you <laughs> me over, it's just like devil horns. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I actually spoke to her and she felt really bad. She was like crying on the phone. Oh. Um, she knew. To be fair, it wasn't like a. It wasn't like a. There was no like malintent. They were just both f-ed up, um, and drunk and stupid. It was like a, it, the, it almost hurt worse because it was such a stupid, like mindless thing. You know, mm-hmm. it was like it wasn't. There was no like, oh, I'm gonna hook up with this girl tonight. It, it was wasn't just intentional. Like, it wasn't intentional at all. They were just drunk. That being said, would stupid. you have rather never been told about it? No, because there's nothing worse than looking like an idiot and not knowing it. Mm. I've seen that happen to people before. Yeah, and they talk. That that house is like a little chatterbox. Yeah. <laughs> and I've I've seen that happen before where like a girlfriend doesn't or not a girlfriend, someone that I know who who is like through people cuz I would I would probably tell my girlfriend. I don't know. Uh-huh. You have to. You have to. You feel like there's an obligation. Yeah. Um and if you've seen it with Especially now life. after I've been through it, you know, I'm like I would never there's nothing worse than looking like an idiot and just having no idea so, and just having like full blind trust and blind faith in that person. But knowing you now, knowing you better than I knew you previous. Yeah. You're a loyal person and loyalty matters to you. Mm-hmm. And some unintentional drunken hookup, even though he did cheat, doesn't seem like what you said. Like, there was no malintent there, but still enough to end the relationship? It's or... the fact that he didn't respect me enough to see the signs and see what was happening. He didn't respect me. Um, and he didn't think about me. And it's like, how could you not even think about me in that moment? It was just kind of like a, a, a testament to to a lot of other parts of our relationship. It was, I was like the person who was always like, we, 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 let's get better. Let's do this. We should do this. And um, for him, he was in kind of like a rough spot and was kind of working on himself, but it was more like I and me. Um, Like even when he told me, I said, how could you do this to us? And for you to not even think about me when you're doing that, it's a lack. There's no partnership there. There's no partnership. And that was like the biggest issue for me. That you just totally, you just threw everything that we had for something so stupid. For nothing, really. For nothing. Yeah. And you didn't even think about me when you were doing it. There's no respect and no love and you don't cherish me then. You don't appreciate me. Looking back on it though, was it now worth it? Now that you have these songs, like Fair oh Play? Oh my God, 100%. <laughs> Um, a hundred percent. I'm, I am, like I said, I needed something really bad to happen for me to even leave that situation. Um, and I'm, I'm such, 
a happier person now and I I there's a lot more self-awareness and I understand myself a lot more um since that happened in my professional and personal life so I'm I'm just I've done so much growth since then I'm just like really happy I'm really happy how it happened honestly I needed to go through more to be able to write better songs that's how it is but, and that is a rough cycle but it is the truth it is the truth and when you're writing so personally and you're writing solely about yourself you gotta experience in order to get inspired yeah it's hard yeah do you think this relationship is gonna be one that sticks yeah I mean I hope so not if Drake comes knocking <laughs> <laughs> true um, no I, I hope so I mean I I go into relationships saying this is gonna be the one because I don't like wasting time with people you know so so every relationship starts with this could be the one or is yeah but Could that's how is. it should be like if you're gonna get in a relationship with some with someone it shouldn't be like a, oh I'm just gonna do this casually right now just for fun I understand that if it was I wouldn't be dating you dating you I'd be talking to you or just hooking up with you yeah. there's no point in me putting all the energy in when you're writing these songs, do you write them alone and then go into the studio or do you go into a studio just like write with emotion or like sitting on notes? How do you enter? Um, I go in and sometimes I'll have a note down like, oh, I said this yesterday in this conversation about this thing and it was pretty cool. We could just tell this story or I have a conversation with somebody that I'm in with um, and just talk about that's going on in my life. They know all my darkest, deepest secrets. Were you dating Luke when Jay was dating Ariana? Yeah, uh, when they had gotten back together. Uh, say that's the how second time that's Luke and I, I had just started yeah. dating. Gotcha. Yeah. So you were like a little foursome. <laughs> yeah. That's cute. <laughs> we went good, but yeah. So you, had a four, you guys had a foursome, is what we're saying. <laughs> no, we did not have a foursome. Denied. Um, yeah. Well, Ariana moved on. She's doing well. You moved on. You're doing well. Yeah. Dan approves. That's awesome. How long has you been single? <laughs> In my adult life? Yeah. Two months. Wow. Oh, wow. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's like, ooh. Yeah. Dan's got but, 27 but, years without going on a single date. I don't know. I, Wait, a single date? I don't do first dates. That's awkward. That's Are you a waste joking? of money. He's That's never been on like, one. Do you point? sleep with women? I mean... Uh, it yes. Yeah, oh no. Okay, that just answered my question. <laughs> no, this is about you, not me. So. No, I'm interested now. Uh, yeah, I really want to know. You're on the couch. I'm not on the couch. <laughs> I'm hooked. I um, just, I just. What's the point of going on a first date and spending the money and the awkwardness and the time? And I'm like, uh. it's not awkward. It's not awkward. You don't find it fun. It's exciting. There's nothing appealing about that to me. Oh my You've god. You've never even tried what? it. Getting to know someone, I asking know- all the questions. There's not going to be an awkward, like, mo- well, there sh- maybe there will. I can but there shouldn't be moments. an awkward moment in that first date because you have so much to learn. Yeah, no. I mean, it's just nothing wow. about that sounds fun to me. Like, ooh, let's get dressed up or go to dinner or go do this. I'm like, no. I'll d- I guarantee you that will change once there's someone who, like, really sparks your interest, though. Well, it's been 27 years, so I'm still oh waiting for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hopefully you'll find someone who wants to do the same thing you want to do. Like, doesn't want to go on a yeah. first date but just wants to hang out. You know what I mean? Oh, but I don't you know. know. When you're too similar like that, it's bad sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. what do you want? Like, do you have Yeah, what do you look for? Wants? You're in the hot seat now, bitch. <laughs> Ooh, tables what do you look turned. for? I just, I, I don't know. What, I, you have to know. I'm not looking. So, like, 
Wow. I'm not looking at but like if you were to look, if you were to like open up shop or like put out an advertisement or hang up things on telephone poles. I wouldn't do that. What would you what what, what would you look for? I, I wouldn't do that. Wow. I feel like when Dan's ready, he'll be ready. Right, Dan? Maybe yeah. I just have to wait for Miss Wright to walk into my life. That's it. Yeah. And he does no work. That's he just good, though. In. That's good though. Like you're good at being yourself. Oh, I'm great at being by myself that's and being so myself. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's great. Like, don't you ever really wish you could ever kind of do that? Yeah, I mean, well, when I was shooting the show, I lived in New Orleans for six months by myself. And that was like, at first I was really scared and sad. And like, I'd never, I was 18. I'd never lived by myself before, like completely by myself. Because I always had like a roommate or I lived with my family. I lived with my boyfriend. So like living completely by myself in a whole new place was really scary for the first month. And then after the first month, I loved it mm-hmm. i really do love being by myself like I, I love being by myself mm-hmm. it's not scary to me i just like having a partner in life better it's just more fun yeah cheaper rent <laughs> and there's cheaper rent <laughs> we it. live in la yeah. okay. <laughs> On that's, that why, note, that's why i do it kiana lede kiana lede there it is <laughs> is that an elder kiana kiana lede kiana is lede real Yes, yeah, my middle name. Where are you from? What do you, what's your heritage? I know you're from Phoenix, but like... Lede, honestly, it, I don't know what that is. My dad saw some girl on the boat in the Navy when he was with my mom and said Lede is a great name. It is. It's nice. And there's an accent over that E. I know. It's so, it sounds like so fancy. Um, yeah, but I'm from Phoenix. My background, it, my dad is half black, half white. I guess it doesn't really make sense. He's, he's white, black, and Native American. Oh, wow. And then my mom is Native American, Mexican, and Swedish. Which wow. is still white, but, like, her grandma is, like, from, like, my grandma is full Swedish. Dude. Dope. They made a beautiful person. Thank you. They did a good job. Thanks. Congratulations <laughs> to those two. Thanks. On that note, you got to listen to Selfless. It is the EP. It is out mm-hmm. now. It's really great, and you gave us a lot of great insight into it, so I thank you for that. And I thank you for being so open and honest. Thank you for having me <laughs> and allowing me to be myself and talk about it because I feel like it connects people more to the music too. I, Once they understand where it's coming from, they can relate to it more. want it. We don't live in a world where you can have this total like lack of connection with the artist who creates the art that you dedicate your time and life to. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I think music is very personal and they want to know that those songs are coming from an authentic source mm-hmm. and that the stories being told have some root of truth to them it just ma- it matters today yeah so i thank you for being as open and honest as humanly possible so it's really great and also very pleasantly surprised to see you <laughs> <laughs> very very happy um selfless is ep <laughs> thanks for hanging out thank dude you. Yeah, yeah. appreciate you this podcast is part of the zach sang show podcast network